Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Serving up hot and fresh here on The Fan, live from the Gene Widener Plumbing Studios, GeneWidenerPlumbing.com for all of your plumbing needs. This segment sponsored by Tally's Tap and Eatery. Serving up their famous Friday fish fry all day today, plus special prices on domestic and craft beer pitchers. Tally's Tap and Eatery, Sunset Drive in Waukesha. Don't miss the BetQL Countdown to Kickoff show coming up tomorrow and on Sunday as well, all this weekend. Our NFL Playoff Preview Show will be hosted by Nick Costos and Sarah Perelman, football experts from around the country. BetQL Countdown to Kickoff airs Saturday and Sunday morning from 10 a.m. to noon on The Fan. What does the film say? Ed said the most important thing is film study. Who looked good and who didn't? Why? Because you have to watch yourself repetitively over and over and over again doing the same thing. Let's ask Ben Fennell of the NFL Network. Brought to you by the Rocket Mortgage 2020 Pro Football Pick'em. $1,000 up for grabs every single week at radio.com slash picks. Time for our guy, Ben Fennell, joins us now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Good afternoon, Ben. How are we doing, boys? We have fish hey, fries ben. tonight. We have playoff football this weekend. We've got a college football <laughs> championship Monday. No Packers football to stress about. All is right. well in the world right now. All is right. Yeah, but a lot of fish fries. <laughs> there are some Packer fans stressing over the All-Pro selections. Uh, and we talked about it before you came on, and I'll tell you kind of where we're at. Uh, the question is, did Jair Alexander get screwed out of the first team All-Pro? Uh, Gary Leroy say no. Myself and uh, Dan Plucker, producer of the show, say yes. We, we think he did. Now, the fans versus the pros, I'm guessing I know which way you're going on this. But since you watch far more tape uh, than Dan or I, uh, what do you think? Do you think uh, Alexander should have been first team All-Pro? No, I don't. I thought second team, third team is an appropriate ballpark. I think he's on a right trajectory, just like Elton Jenkins. You know, it was a little sour to not see him on there, but they each made their Pro Bowls this year and I think are on their way to being first-team players. The thing with Jair is you have to take one of those cornerbacks off that first-team list. So there are two really good corners on the list, and I believe Xavier Howard and Jalen Ramsey, two really good corners. The other thing is, the scheme doesn't really profile Jair Alexander in, in defense very much. Doesn't get to play a lot of press man. Doesn't get thrown out a whole lot. Sometimes can go quiet for a week, two weeks because of that. Um, so, you know, there's some aspects to it where he isn't given a lot of man coverage responsibilities and doesn't always show up in the highlights in the stat sheets. But he's a really good corner, and I think his career trajectory is on a great path. Uh, agreed. I want to move on from there because I, I – I, 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 grab my metamucil on that one 
Uh, ben, let me ask you a question. This is just now. I'm trying to mix in the '90s and the 2021. For the person who wins the Super Bowl, is it still defense wins championships, or do you think an offense can maybe outscore a team and win it? Like if they get in a shootout, the last team has it wins, or do you think in this? Um, playoffs, maybe the best defense or at least give you a chance to win a championship. Leroy, I don't even know what a dominant defense means anymore in the NFL. Correct. I mean, exactly. 2020 has been exactly. an absolute sieve on the defensive side <laughs> of the ball, whether it's yeah. Saturdays or Sundays. Nobody can stop anybody, and whether that's, you know, the short and off-season program or just that the offenses are getting to be juggernauts to stop. A, a, a dominant defense nowadays is get a couple stops, get a couple stops in the red zone, maybe an impact turnover, yep. and just don't allow those big plays all throughout the game. And that's the formula to being a good defense. Look at the Kansas City Chiefs last year. Somebody mm-hmm. tell me who played corner for the Chiefs last year. Exactly. Nobody knows. <laughs> I got news for you. Nobody cares because they're going to score 45 points, give up 35 points, and walk away with a W and be more than happy with that. And that's really the formula of football. You can even look to Alabama Crimson Tide. They've been giving up points week in and week out, but they've been lighting up the scoreboard on the offensive yep. side of the ball. So you could go back to midseason where they barely beat a pretty middle-of-the-road Ole Miss team. I think they beat them 52-46. Nobody cares. Go light up the scoreboard, outscore your opponents, and as long as that defense isn't giving up those big chunk plays every time, all you have to do is get a couple stops and a couple impact plays, and that's the recipe for a dominant defense. I don't see how it's possible to be a dominant defense at this point in 2021. Nice. No, I, I, I would agree with that. I want to take a look, if we can, on the offensive side of the football because they've been lighting up the scoreboard like crazy. We talk about Kansas City, right? But um, the Packers right now have been scoring about thirty more than 30 points a game. Their offense has been on fire. And if you look at last year, Gary, they were 0-4 any time the opponent scored 25 points. So I went mm. into the offseason and said, you know what? we got to start winning some shootouts. Let's start putting up 30, 40 points. And <laughs> who cares if the opponent scores 25, 30? As long as you're outscoring them, go light up the scoreboard. And that's my frustration with Packers fans on Sundays, particularly on social media, is I feel like the expectations of the defense are unrealistic. They want stops on every drive. They want turnovers. They want to know why we're not getting pressure on the quarterback. The expectations are so strong and kind of unrealistic. Get a couple stops. Get a splash turnover. Maybe that sack in the fourth quarter. That's the Mm -hmm. recipe of being a good defense nowadays. So I think everybody has to kind of temper their expectations and say, you know what, it's an offensive world. Go light up the scoreboard and just don't be a problem on the defensive side of the ball of the NFL Network uh, here on the Wendy's Big Show. Ben, you know, for me going into the playoffs, we talked about this a little bit yesterday, if there's that one team on the NFC side of things that, you know, maybe Packer fans are looking at, I don't really don't want to deal with that team. For me, it's Tampa Bay. Uh, because of what happened the last time, physically I thought the Packers had some issues up front on both sides of the ball. And the way Antonio Brown played uh, the last couple of weeks uh, and providing Evans is healthy, I-, I think Tampa Bay could be a problem for the Packers. Yeah, and I think, you know, that's the low-hanging fruit, the way they beat the Packers pretty easily through the regular season. Tom Brady's obviously a daunting name to see on your opponent sheet any time in the playoffs. 
But I'd love for that Tampa Bay team to come up to Green Bay, face them in Lambeau in January, and I promise this Packers team is ready to punch them right in the mouth. I'm afraid of New Orleans. I think that's a really well-built team on both sides of the the line of scrimmage. Great O-line, great D-line, great linebackers. They can run the ball. They can play in the cold. They obviously have Drew Brees. We'll see what he has left. But that's a veteran team that's really well-built to, you know, sustain those outdoor games and to make a good playoff run. That's a team that kind of scares me. But they are on the other side of the bracket, so it will have to be in the uh, NFC Championship. Uh, Ben, uh, how do you think Matt LaFleur should approach this time around? First time around, you go all the way to the championship game. Uh, People may have thought it was a fluke, but he came back and repeated that. So how do you think his approach should be now having a number one seed in his second year throughout in Lambeau Field? I know it ain't no fans, but I know the number one thing is to keep everybody safe from COVID. But what do you think his mind frame should be? Because he got the best team in the NFC. Well, you have to kind of reflect the last year. You go to the NFC Championship game, you were 13-3. and What was the formula? Well, let's just keep it going. Let's do what we were doing. And all of a sudden, we got blitzed in that championship game, and it was, uh, what was that performance? That wasn't what we do. I think this Mm. Packers team is much more willing and able to play different style of games and much more comfortable to say, you know what, everything we did in the regular season – that's okay. Let's keep it going. And I feel like they were able to win different style games, as I had mentioned, some of those shootout games. They handled some more adversity in 2020 as opposed to 2019. I mean, LaFleur survived games without David Bakhtiari, without Devontae Adams, without Aaron Jones. He is easily the coach of the year, in my opinion. The things he has done schematically to help this offense, help Aaron Rodgers, make it a QB-friendly system, We've had 13 different offensive players score touchdowns. We've had 11 different players generate explosive plays. When you have Dominic Daphne's and Malik Taylor's and everybody on the team generating big plays and touchdowns, that tells me the scheme is working. This guy has done an outstanding job, back-to-back 13-3 and seasons, a complete resurgence and change in style of Aaron Rodgers, which I don't think mm-hmm. is talked about enough. I think Matt LaFleur has done an incredible job. So to answer your question, Leroy, Let's keep doing exactly what we've been doing into the playoffs. You know, the other thing too, Ben. I like that. uh, Talking about uh, this Packers team and and how they match up against everybody else. The fact that they were able to get as far as they did last year and then, you know, stumble at the end against the San Francisco 49ers. The fact that it's the second year with LaFleur in the postseason after last year being his first year in the postseason. I think all of that probably benefits the Packers and the coaching staff going into their postseason for their second time together. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like 2020 has been a full deployment of what Matt LaFleur wants this offense to be. It's obviously very balanced. It's predicated on committing to the run game. There's so much pressure off of Aaron Rodgers, whether it's you know the pre-snap motion, the bunches and stacks, the RPO game, the horizontal pass game, the personnel diversity, the play sequencing. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have to be a hero anymore. You can win games with Clark Kent instead of Superman. Last year, I'm not sure that was the case. I think you still needed some Superman from Aaron Rodgers. This year, it's very well distributed. It's a balanced team. And I think that's an exciting proposition for Packers fans to say, you know what? We can win games. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have to be a superhero. He's not taking off. He's not getting hurt. He's not putting his body in harm's way. We can keep doing this until he's 44, 45 years old. And that should be really exciting to the Green Bay community. 
Fantana. Hey, man, okay. hey, Steve, if, if Mike Mayock is, can be a GM, why Ben Fennell ain't a GM? I, I don't know. That's a good I, question. I, I don't understand it. I don't understand this kind of knowledge. There's a lot of GM's I openings. Mayock, I was Mike Mayock's head researcher for draft coverage it's for about a year. So boom! Pretty well-groomed to handle boom. the position. So maybe a couple of years <laughs> down the road, uh, old Gutekunst will uh, add me to the, to the roster. There you go. I would love that. <laughs> That's good That'd stuff. Awesome. Ben, thank you so much. We'll talk to you again next week. Ben Fennell uh, from the NFL Network. Just hold on here. Our producer, Dan Pluckert, wants to chat with you. He joined us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. If applying for a home renovation loan has you feeling anxious, just breathe and let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of banquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com. All right, uh, coming up next, we change gears again. Who are the top five Packers on this roster after Aaron Rodgers? Because you had four all first-team All-Pros, plus you had Jerry Alexander and Zadarius Smith on the second-team All-Pro list. So who are the top five Packers? Once we get past Aaron Rodgers, how do you line them up? We know Aaron's one. So after that, who are your next five after Aaron Rodgers? Some barbershop talk, I guess you could say, with Gary Ellerson, Leroy Butler, and me, Steve Sparky. Five are coming up next. But first, let me tell you about my good friends, over at Robert's Specialty Meats. Now, I, I'm not quite sure what everybody is planning for the weekend, but if you're not planning for an Al Capone roast, well, you're you're, you're making a mistake. I'm just going to be honest with you. You're, you're making a big mistake because it's the, very good. the Al Capone <laughs> roast is out of it's this good. world good. It's, it's, it's good. so good. Ribs very on good. a stick, you can eat those. <laughs> uh, you can watch all the games and just eat ribs on a stick for – 48 hours. Of a mother's love. So good. Cold nights in January call for comfort food for your family. And when it comes to serving up the best food for your family's dinner table, now is a good time to reacquaint yourself with the Al Capone stuffed pork roast exclusively from Robert's Specialty Meats. If you like variety and flavor in a meal, the specialty, our favorite butcher, combines several meats, cheeses, and seasonings into one awesome tasting meal, which can be trimmed to suit your needs. Our guy, Andy Spitzer Leroy, calls it a religious experience eating an Al Capone roast. <laughs> uh, you'll also find stuffed chicken breasts in I many flavors, guy, hand cut steaks, plus over 30 varieties of original sausages and brats from mild to hot, including the Al Capone Italian sausage. Just full of that same zesty flavor. Now, the Al Capone sausage, I take those, put it into a crock pot with a bunch of like spaghetti mm. sauce, let that go just like all it. day, get some bomber buns, Ooh, like throw it in there with some mozzarella cheese, and it's all oh, set to go. Man. Call Robert's Specialty Meats today at 262-549-MEAT, 262-549-MEAT for the best selection. And when you visit, make sure to pick up some of their cherrywood smoked beef sticks or jerky, the perfect snack treats anytime. You can also check them out online at robertspecialtymeatswaukesha.com for more information and money-saving coupons. For the best in meats, shop Robert's Specialty Meats, your hometown butcher. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.